0: We're back with another interesting episode of Budget Podcast. My name is Nancy Odimegu. Thank you for joining us as always. For today's episode, we'll be discussing fiscal transparency in state-owned enterprises in Nigeria. And I have with me a senior research and policy analyst with Budgets in the person of Viola Kwaga. He'll be joining us in the conversation today. Hi, Viola. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Nancy. I'm well. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. Um, Since we're discussing fiscal transparency, why don't you just give us a rundown of what it is and, you know, the purpose of fiscal transparency in itself.
1: So fiscal transparency basically has to do with the publication of government information. Okay. The publication of government information specifically on how it raises, spends... And manages money okay. because governments carry out their work; they deliver services and goods on behalf of the of the Nigerian public. The requirement for transparency is key. It is what forms the social contract and what makes governments responsible to citizens. Without that openness, without the publication of information, without the transparency in presenting information. A government would not be said to be fiscally transparent Transparent, because no one would know what money is used for how it's used where where it goes to and where it comes from
0: okay so um, before we go over because like right now fiscal transparency is one side state-owned enterprises is obviously in the other end so just tell us the role of transparency because if government if we want the government to be transparent what role would this play in general you know talking about transparency and accountability
1: So transparency and accountability are terms used often together, but they mean different things if you look at them specifically. Okay. Transparency basically has to do with the actions, the deeds of government officials, Mm -hmm. civil servants, political appointees and politicians being understandable, being verifiable and being predictable. Where governments carry out acts that Nigerians are unaware of where government officials carry out acts that are unclear Mm -hmm. where government officials or civil servants do things that are beyond the scope of their mandate of their agency then they would be held not to be transparent accountability is slightly different it is still along the line of the the duties owed to people by government Mm -hmm. but it has more to do with government officials, civil servants, political appointees being made to answer when they deviate from their mandates, okay. when they are held to held to book, especially when they make mistakes. And they also have a requirement to explain why they carried out certain actions. Okay. So accountability is a composite of actions by public servants to people. So they are not just going to explain to their To the heads of their agencies, or perhaps the minister, the supervising minister, but also the Nigerian people, the civil society organizations, and the media.
0: Okay, so it's more about um, holding them responsible for actions or them being responsible for any actions or anything that comes out from under their, maybe, jurisdiction or their role or something like that. Okay, okay, thank you so much for that. Now, let's look at the state-owned enterprise. Now, for the purpose of people, you know, that don't know state-owned enterprise, that's the SOEs, just give us a general assessment of what they do, you know, their function and probably their importance
1: well how how much how much time do we have so
0: (laughs) no you can shoot we have as much time as you want
1: okay that's fine so state-owned enterprises are essentially the government carrying out a specialized function and because that function is so specialized it Mm -hmm. has decided to set up a specific entity to carry out those functions okay governments have various reasons why they set up state-owned enterprises but they are popularly known for government being in the commercial sector so for example where a government has a large or where a nation has a large coal deposit the government may not want to simply extract it through a private firm because it may not be able to monitor the internal workings of that company rather the the Theory is that the government is the most responsible and the most capable and has the country's best interests at heart, so it should be the one to manage coal extraction and coal sales. Yeah. So they set up a company, but it is owned in some cases 100% by the government or owned with significant government shareholding.
0: Okay.
1: That's on one hand. On the other hand, there are state owned enterprises that are more inclined towards regulation and policy making as opposed to commercial activity okay. so you would have a an entity in charge of regulating electricity for example and we have one in Nigeria the Nigerian Electricity Regulatory Commission, Commission. is yeah. a state-owned entity but it is principally involved in regulating the power sector from generation of power to transmission and distribution from how power companies sell electricity Mm -hmm. to the customer issues that they have in supply to the importation of machines for for the gencos the narc as a state-owned entity is charged with regulation but if you take that broad definition of a state-owned enterprise you see that a large number of government actions and activities could be classified under state-owned enterprise From energy, to education, to even telecoms, you find state-owned entities existing and having their specific mandates.
0: So so let us know why is transparency important right now for state-owned enterprises?
1: So for budget, we are concerned with how the public financial management process is made as clear, as open, as transparent, and that those who manage it are held to account as often as is practically possible. Because Nigeria is going into fiscal challenges, we've been having higher rates of, of borrowing, our fiscal space is shrinking, and with the demands put on government, there is less and less money in government coffers. So one way for the government to tighten its belt, we believe, is by ensuring that how its state-owned enterprises raise money, spend money and manage their processes are made as transparent as possible mm-hmm. and they are held they are held to account. This is because the business of governance is too important to be left to those in government. You could argue that they have an incentive to, say, underreport report their earnings or to keep quiet about the kinds of deals they make with private suppliers. But pushing their their fiscal activities and actions into the public space, into the media space, yeah. means that more and more people will be able to ask the valid questions that they are supposed to be asked, and government will be put to task on how it's spending money. And citizens would know for sure just what their precious you know, commonwealth is mm-hmm. being used for and why.
0: Okay, so is there like a particular agency, maybe if you are to cite an example now, you know bringing transparency and putting it side by side, state owned enterprises is there maybe um, a government agency that you know is not being transparent and there is a need for people to ask questions? So, just give us an example, even if you don't want to go there, we are going there now.
1: I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's our job to go there. Okay, so the first one that a lot of Nigerians would be familiar with is the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation uh, N-NPC, NNPC. Yes, uh, it's the act has been passed, so the name of the firm will change. But the NNPC for decades had been shrouded in secrecy. It had been unable to muster up the courage from its various uh, group managing directors okay. to publish its budgets, to publish its spending, and even the use of monies it had raised from its large shareholding within NNPC. Yeah. Because the Nigerian federal government is not the only shareholder in an mm. it's also it also has shareholding from several international uh, oil firms so there has been serious uh, there's been a lack of transparency as regards how it raises money how it spends money and how it manages money mm-hmm. and there has been a an absence of follow-up and now I'm referring to accountability in terms of the various government officials at various levels that have been involved in one way or the other with the management of of, of NMPC. But I suppose you could say that our hope now is that as it has gotten this new lease of life or this Mm -hmm. transformation Mm -hmm. it would be managed much more transparently and accountably.
0: So if if otherwise who is supposed to hold the NNPC accountable now to ensure transparency and accountability within their space?
1: Well, the NNPC and its successor company is a government agency, so there are there are there are ways you can think about transparency and accountability that really bring everyone into the room. Yeah. Some analysts like to look at it in terms of Uh, nodes or points within like a diagram Mm -hmm. so think of a triangle and you have a government agency at the top Mm -hmm. in the triangle then you have the legislature at the left-hand side of the triangle and then you have the citizens and CSOs as at the right side of the triangle the government is meant to monitor the actions of its of its agencies uh, through the legislature providing oversight Mm -hmm. and monitoring and evaluation And citizens are also meant to provide, you know, monitoring and evaluation for government actions, both at the executive and at the legislative angle. So you see how that triangle forms the relationships, that each point, each point in that triangle is supposed to provide some form of monitoring. And there's an accountability relationship that exists between each of them at every point. Government to citizens, sorry, executive to citizens and legislature Citizens and legislature to executive, legislature to citizens and executive.
0: Executive. Wow. Okay, all right. Um. So how how can citizens and the media now be equipped? You know, to be aware of and use the budget data on um, state-owned enterprises. How best?
1: Sorry, could you repeat that? Okay, repeat how question? best
0: can citizens and the media be well-equipped? How best can they be equipped, you know, to be aware of, and probably use budget data on um, the state-owned enterprises?
1: So there are two dimensions to this. The first is taking the effort to look for this information, which stems from a realization that it is important for governance, It is important for you as a citizen because it strengthens your relationship with government and it helps to keep government on its toes it's understood and well accepted that merely publishing information does not create transparency Mm -hmm. or does not fulfill transparency in full there must be a follow-up in the use of this information and i would like to say that there is some level of decent information Mm. on the actions and inactions of the government as regards managing its state-owned enterprises. And what I mean by information is sometimes a lack of information is also a sign that something is being kept in secret, which should stimulate citizens and the media to really push these narratives. So by equipping, I would say looking through news items, uh, writing letters to your uh, representatives, writing letters to government officials and engaging with them on the several platforms that CSO organizations have created. There are transparency and accountability-focused CSOs that exist in Nigeria that have regular engagements with the government and with SOEs. And asking them for their communiques or writing to them to make their reports public is one way to, to equip yourself. A second component would be empowering the media to go further. There are several discussions, meetings, events that regular citizens may not have access to. But the government, in its respect for the fourth estate, the media, will invite the media to and have them listen in and report on. So I will say that the, the media's indispensable role is, is part of that process of equipping citizens in general with the activities and the ongoings of state-owned enterprises so I, i would say that the cso's and the media really do need to collaborate more on making the already available information better understood because i suppose a lot of this budget information audit information tax information, procurement information may be difficult for the average citizen to understand. So maybe simplifying it, making it more accessible for citizens would encourage them to not only take notice of this information but to use it, thereby equipping them to engage much more fruitfully with the government.
0: right so when you were explaining you mentioned writing letters to these government agencies requesting for information but don't you think this is a major challenge right now even for media cso citizens itself because we have the foi but these government agencies don't really give much to it even if you like write freedom of information request so how best can they go about it because Many a time, they've sent letters, but then they don't get answers. They, the letters just stay on the decks and until the matter dies down. But then they also use the FOI many times. In fact, the reason why CSU and the media request information, the strength they have rather, is the FOI. But you discover that despite this FOI being in play, government still don't respond. So would you consider this as a major challenge right now?
1: I, I, I think it is and has been a challenge and i sincerely say that i share in the frustration of nigerians and it's one thing to write a letter it's another thing to know that you would not be responded to exactly but what nigerians can do or what they can consider doing in conjunction with cso's is to look for judicial remedies for this for the 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 lack of responses they get from government agencies there are certain actions that government agencies can be compelled to do so i would suggest that the civil society and nigerians consider you know asking the courts to compel them Mm. to do certain things okay the court can can actually even tell you in some cases that okay we do not have the power to compel this agency to do this but this is what you can do And then you can come back to the court having been fully informed on how to go about uh, making that request secondly I would say that writing stories and engaging in the media about the lack of engagement you have with government Mm -hmm. can actually make certain quarters who have certain influential people to actually push the government to do these things it would be wrong to say that every government official or every civil servant or every political appointee has their own interests at heart there have to be one or two that are generally concerned and willing to do a lot Mm -hmm. i would even say that looking at our past nnpc gmds uh, the current nnpc gmd has perhaps pushed a lot of valuable information to the public on the finances of the nnpc as a state owned entity i mean it's arguable that he could have done more But compared to his predecessors, I think there has been some level of information being pushed out from his his office.
0: All right. uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. We're just spotlighting uh, fiscal transparency in state-owned enterprises in Nigeria. So, Viola, before I let you go, do you have maybe any recommendation or anything do you want to drop out there?
1: Yes. I mean, I would like to say that state-owned enterprises have been growing in importance globally. Mm -hmm. Because they are, by their very nature, equipped to not only provide critical services, education, health, and other social amenities. But because they are corporate organizations Mm -hmm. in in budget, we we like to see them as enterprises. So we see them as commercial entities. They, They provide those services through a vehicle that can make them resilient, that can make them very flexible however there has been in nigeria as, as far as we are concerned there has been a, a serious gap in terms of their levels of accountability and transparency and one could say that it's the institutional environment that makes it so but we are convinced that with optimal engagement from csos in that space mm-hmm. a range of them that are too numerous to mention today and from further and deeper engagement by the good work already being done by media houses that this transparency will lead to an improvement in the quality of governance and and you know we we implore that nigerians take these things a bit more seriously take these things a bit more critically and understand that in their own small ways they can lead to an improvement in the quality of governance
0: Thank you so much, Viola. That was Viola Kwaga, Senior Research and Policy Analyst with Budget Foundation. Thank you so much, V. It was nice having you around. Always a pleasure. And uh, I would say this is a good place, you know, to draw the curtain on this particular episode. Don't forget your observations, comments, and contributions are welcome on our social media handles. On Twitter, it's at Budget NG. On Instagram, it's also BudgetNG. NG. And on Facebook, it's also BudgetNG. NG. My name is Nancy Odeyemi. Until next time, have a you day.